You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? What time Ooh. you have to wake up tomorrow? There's no set time. Oh, cool. All right. Well, yeah. then, uh, yeah. So I didn't want to make sh- I wanted to make sure that I'm not going to keep you up late. Oh, no, not just... at all. I'm going to pound a pizza and a bag of Rolo after this and hope that makes me sleepy. But I'm pretty anxious. So maybe not. And that man pounding a pizza and a bag of Rolos is doing so after episode 266 of Broadcast Geeks. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. And I'm Jake Becker. We're just a gruesome twosome this week, buddy. Yeah. And then there was two. Yeah, the Thorless boys. <laughs> Neither one of us oh. has seen Thor yet, and everyone else is uh, indisposed. So we were like, yeah, let's do it. Everyone's indisposed. They're spoiling it in the chat, which is boiling my blood. I don't know how when I saw that, my brain just did the math really fast of like, oh, no. And then I like didn't internalize or like read any of it really to myself. Dude, that's good. That means your brain's in good working condition because my brain read that whole paragraph and went, oh, God damn it. Like a real like, fucking Joseph Cooper. Yeah, oh, but I think oh, that's oh. how you're supposed to read. Whereas my brain scans the whole paragraph for keywords like a guigo. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking deep undercover. Yeah, dude. NSA agent. <laughs> no, that's, um, it's okay. I mean, all things considered, I think he's spoiled. I can't remember if he spoiled the ending or if it was the post credit scene. Either way, I was just like, oh, God damn it. The word post credit scene was definitely there because that's what I saw where my brain was like, oh, no. No. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, uh, I've already forgotten what it said, I think. Yeah. Nerdist also kind kind of spoiled half a thing with one of their video thumbnails for me i fucking hate the internet dude because it's just like you wake up the day after something comes out and it's like guess what bitch spoiler time yeah did you want to did you want to use the internet at all well yeah unavoidable just, yeah yeah you dude, can't gonna scroll break down yeah <laughs> we're gonna break down what this fucking ending means check out this key scene we put in the thumbnail <laughs> at least give us a fucking week is that too much to ask or yeah or you know like if you're gonna do a spoiler heavy video don't make the thumbnail like make the thumbnail a title card or a black scene so people can't be scrolling through your site that they use for research for normal hobbies and then get totally dicked down or on youtube if you subscribe to them and then you go check what came out on your subscriptions that day and you just see a thumbnail and you're like oh good yeah I mean, you can even get spoiled because, like, if you sign into a website that uses cookies, you can, like, you'll have a notification that's being like, what X did in that death scene or whatever. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. But well, I'm, I'm majorly not spoiled yet. Me too. Uh, when are you, when are you going? I don't know. As soon as I can. Um, I have a show Friday, tomorrow, Wednesday, the 13th, and what? Friday the 15th. So either Thursday, Saturday, or maybe Sunday. So Thursday it is. Yeah, it has to. Thursday. Thursday, dude. It's his day. Yes. I'm I'm either going tomorrow after noon or night or Wednesday to, or Thursday during the day. Now you said that on the last one, um, which at this point has not come in. Uh, come out yet but you said you were gonna go up to pueblo to watch it that was what i was thinking last week but everyone else had to bail and i didn't really want to go up alone because it makes more sense for me to go in someone else's car or to split gas in my car Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh yes and then carlos saw it on the screen here and said the projector did pretty well with the material so okay um all right well then uh i guess we we uh we're good on on that then Uh, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna see it in town i think just to save the money i'd rather know what's happening than have to like wait until next week on my days off to drive up to pueblo to see it yeah yeah i just i want to see it and apparently it's dividing the fan base um noted uh frequent guest of ours 
Evan Johnson said he hated it, which makes me want to kick Evan into a pit. But whatever. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Evan, if you're listening, you're not. But I just wanted to uh, <laughs> <laughs> say I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I, I don't have an opinion. But I'm, I have a good feeling people are overreacting. As they are wont to do. I mean, fuck, dude. It, when is the internet not overreacting? Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's tedious at this point to read any kind of review. Yeah, or people just fucking... Like, uh, my big thing is, like, it's, you know, the Star Wars conundrum where, oh, it's too much... Like, people are always bitching that it's either too similar to other things, and then if they try something different, it's too different and not Star Wars. And then they, if they course correct and have a, a real clusterfuck of a movie like Rise of Skywalker, then that's also bad. So it's like, what do you want? You want nothing. That's what you want. Yeah, you. they just want a reboot. That's all those Star Wars fans really want. They want to see a shot-for-shot remake with newer actors of the first three films. Oh, but it better not be Alden Ehrenreich, because apparently he's the worst thing to happen to Han Solo since uh, he shot after Greedo. Yeah, I read some of those comments, too, on that Marvel announcement. Yeah. Jeez Louise, people are so hateful. I really liked him. And for that matter, is he a worse actor than Harrison Ford as Han Solo? <laughs> Because I think not. Yeah. Person who notably hates being Han Solo. Yeah. Was smoking weed by the literal soup pot when he was on set. Yeah. I have that I, uh, on authority from his taxi driver via Greg Proops. So he, what's a soup pot? So he didn't have a pipe one morning and he ran back into his hotel room where he was staying during the shoot of the second film. Empire? Before the, before they went to the studio where they were doing all the indoor shit. Yeah. Okay. In London. And uh, he ran inside and was gone for like several minutes and then came back out with a soup pot with the lid on it. Like, you know, that you'd make soup with on the stove. <laughs> and then got in the back and the soup pot was full of burning marijuana and he just started huffing the smoke. So he would, <laughs> he would just crack the lid and just be like, and then yeah. close it. Yep. And stoke the flame. Fuck. And he that did that the whole way to set. That makes me love him even more. Yeah, that's why Proops told me. He's like, you want to hear the best thing he's ever done? Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly he didn't really give a shit about the sequel trilogy. He's like, yeah, I'm fucking here. Yeah. Apparently it was because uh, later on it was a driver for BBC when Proops was on Who's Line over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Proops was running late to a shoot and like politely asked, like, hey, man, do you mind if I smoke a joint back here? I usually do it before I get in your car. But and the guy was just like, oh, yeah. One time Harrison Ford got in here with a soup pot full of marijuana on fire. And Proops was like, I need you to tell me the rest of the story, sir. Right on. I mean, and now our listener, JD and Marcelo, no. Yeah, dude. It's a good one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I really want to see this Thor Love and Thunder. Um, there was that infographic we talked about in the chat where it was comparing all of the run times of, of the three phases so far. Uh, yeah. And they kind of hover around like 13, 14 hours worth of content. While phase four is at 56 hours and counting yeah wasn't it like the first two phases were between 12 and 13 and then the second or the third phase was 29 i can't remember it but was we're something... already we're already way bigger than that even in phase four but like we discussed in the chat phase four is doing this thing where we're seeing so much more of everybody's backstory through the tv shows and the way that they're getting to explore these characters through their content delivery ownership now whereas before we had things like just like black widows here now and right. we'll give her a backstory in 12 years right right so uh, i'm looking at it right now the first phase one which is six films 12.4 hours phase two which is also six films 12.7 hours phase three was 11 films and 24.9 hours and phase four so far is six films and seven shows for a total of 49.5 hours and counting yeah and counting but again, I think it's because we're, we're just getting richer stories. We're getting a Moon Knight series before they just drop them into Blade for no reason. Yeah, I think that's yeah. smart, especially because I just caught up on Miss Marvel. And man, I'm, I'm kicking myself for not getting on on that sooner because I would love to have watched it week to week. Um, yeah, rules. Yeah, dude, uh, there's been some line that's 
brought me to tears like almost every episode yeah it's it's a it's a touching show it's cool to see him do something that's definitely geared a little bit more at teenagers and preteens right but that has a tone to it that's very watchable for adults because they don't always tow that line in their animation yeah uh the one i think it's in the second episode where or maybe the third where everybody's over at the house for her brother's like pre-wedding part yeah and and she's trying to struggle with because everyone thinks that uh nightlight uh for listeners who are uninitiated that's that's what they call miss marvel because they don't know her hero name yet and Um, she lights up her crystal crystalline structure she makes lights up yeah um but she asked her and, and i forgive me for my ignorance of not knowing what the head of the mosque is just like the leader i guess i don't know exactly what it is but she says something about how she's like how can nightlight prove that she's good and he looks at her and goes good is not something you are kamala good is something you do and i was just like oh, oh my god it fucking just made me well up dude that was so such a good fucking hero moment man it is and the implication there is that he kind of knows yeah I mean, because he addressed her by name. Well, yeah, and and he it, it's it's an, it's an inferred that's the word inferred that he's known her like his her whole life. So I don't know that a domino mask is throwing off this caring, <laughs> you know, neighborhood priest. Same same way that it's kind of crazy that threw off her parents. Her mom's right. reaction was really sweet. That made me tear up a little bit. Uh, in the most recent episode before the one tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's because, um, like, I, I didn't expect that. I, I, I thought she was going to go a little bit more Magic Johnson's mom. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because, like, she's been so fucking hard on her this whole time. But, like, as, you know, is kind of what happens in real life, you figure, you see that her mom was hard on her and there was a disrupted uh, relationship between um, the mom and the grandma and it carries down to the next generation kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Poor, poor Kamala. Poor Kamala, Kamala Khan. Um, her, her grandma rules. Yeah. Her grandma is, is great. Um, now you're caught up, right? All five episodes that are released as of this recording. Yeah, dog. Okay. So is it implied that Kamala went back in time and was the reason that her grandma saw the stars that led her back to her great grandfather? Yo, dog, that shit wasn't implied. It was straight up said. Oh, so she, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because she goes, it was me. Yeah, it's her. She is the trail that letter mm, so that's why you were talking about grandfather paradoxes on the last episode yeah well and the umbrella academy deals with them pretty heavy that you oh that's watched. right that's right yeah. i need to watch that um fuck there's just so much good stuff to watch and i just haven't caught up on that um the I umbrella to... academy is one that if you start it too you're gonna lose sleep yeah oh i don't doubt it because i was up to all hours of the night catching up on the boys and miss marvel over the weekend oh are you caught up on the boys oh yeah (laughs) but real quick before we shift away from the marvel cinematic universe i want to read you this article from collider and it's a it's from one of the producers and he says marvel's phase four feels so disjointed because it's a reaction to Avengers Endgame. Um, He reveals that the ongoing phase is indeed a reaction to past events. And the reason why it's more focused on, it's it's, instead of like more focused on events, it's more focused on the narratives of individual characters delving into their psyches to reveal how they choose to respond to the events of the last two Avengers movies. And uh, like specifically, he's talking about uh, Wanda is it's uh, she's aware now. Oh, I'm supposed to be this God. I've always known this kind of under the surface, but now it's been told to me. My way of dealing with loss and trauma is just going full into what I am, which is the Scarlet Witch. So I'm going to do that or be that. So uh, are you getting that out of this? Out of this current phase, like, I mean, maybe it's good that it's a little bit more subtle. They're not beating us over the head with it. I mean, there's a little bit of that, but I mean, there's none of that in Moon Knight. Like, it depends on what you're talking about. It's probably, there's a little bit of that in all the projects this guy's worked on, or this lady. But it's not, I don't think that's necessarily true of all the projects. Miss Miss Marvel's not really dealing with the fallout from fucking the blip. We haven't even really addressed it. We don't know if any of her family went away and came back. That's true. Like, we don't know shit. 
didn't she say something about how she idolizes Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel punched Thanos in the face? Yeah, but I mean, like, that's an event that happened that gets referenced, but it's not, she's not working through, it's not part of her character development that we're seeing her be like, I don't, you know, this is the world I live in now. Like, it's pretty glossed over as far as the story's concerned. It's more yeah. about the gin and the band and like, there's, not there like i said it's not like uh hawkeye or not well, hawkeye too but hawkeye, hawkeye wandavision loki uh captain america and the winter soldier those all hinge pretty heavily on avengers but also they were all involved that's true so that's true. like moon knight miss marvel uh all these people who weren't on the team and weren't actively involved like it's a part of their world but it's almost presented in a way that like yeah, it's a part of everyone's world. I can I, I can dig it. So like, maybe that, that guy worked on the core projects, and that's why that's kind of his view in out. That makes sense for like. So what of the movies though? Like Black Widow, irrelevant because she that was a that's a phase that's a movie that came out in Phase Four that belonged in Phase Three because it takes place before the snap. Yeah, the only thing that makes it Phase Four is Julia Louise dancer ass off Dreyfus. Yep. And that is the only part of it that deals with the fucking Avengers too. Yeah. Yeah. But like, then, so there's 30 seconds of that film that has to do with that. And then the rest of it, not at all. Uh, Doctor Spider- Strange has more to do with Spider-Man than it has to do with the blip. And uh, Spider-Man doesn't really have anything to do with the blip because No Way Home, or no, uh, Far From Home dealt with the aftermath of the blip more than No Way Home did. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know that that holds true. Like I said, I think that's just probably that he worked on WandaVision and Loki or, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier, any of these, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I mean, or any of those projects where, like, that was the internal Bible he had to be reading from. Okay. But I also think it's more what we've said, too, where it's just, like, for years in the Marvel movies, like, since they showed Thanos in the post credit scene. Which was 2012. At the end of the first Avengers. Yeah, we knew where everything was going as fans. Like, from then on out, any clues led to rational ideas because we all kind of knew what the end game had to be. (laughs) Ha ha ha. So, like, yeah. So, like, you had an idea. There was enough mystery that it was still fun to see what they were going to do. But, like, accurate guesses as who was going to show up. Accurate guesses as to, like, what they were going to imply in movies. Like, our brains were able to put that together for so long. But in phase one, we didn't know shit. We just knew there was going to probably be an Avengers. Right. All we had to go off of was just little Easter eggs that vaguely tie the universe together. Yeah. So I think that's the other reason it feels kind of slow to people is that for years we've had a known objective and what was going to happen. And now we're at this point again, like we were when Iron Man 1, 2 and Thor 1 and 2 came out that like, uh, we're, we're going to figure out how to put all these guys together. Don't you worry there. Settle down. We got a, we got a plan. Yeah. Thor. Uh, I mean, it feels, it feels slow and disjointed, but also there's uh, 25 hours of content to put together rather than 13. So thir- yeah. 25 and counting. And so, we don't know how they're all going to come together. Cause it, just like all those movies were disjointed and then it all came together in a beautiful way to where now they're all a piece of a big thing. I think these are all going to come together. I don't think they're leaving fat on the fucking meat. I think they're using everything. <laughs> <clears throat> where i'm from we leave a little bit of meat on the bone not here kevin feige's <laughs> fucking eating the marrow dude i yeah, mean think sure. of all the le- all the lessons they've learned like what such as like not having a solid plan when they started the universe uh having the abc network tv universe that kind of fucked them in the ass having the netflix universe that kind of fucked them in the ass having uh, rights issues with companies that they just decided to buy out because that was simpler than fucking sharing money going forward and having contract battles every six years. Some serious deep dicking they were doing for a while. Yeah. So Uh, I think going forward from all that experience there, I think Feige is making plans that are running deeper than any of us think. Now, do you think this is this other article is going to be a problem where they have 
visual effects artists refusing to work for Marvel Studios because of the grueling demand of having to have so many projects come out per year. You think that's going to hurt them PR or otherwise? No. <laughs> we'll buy some more editors. Well, yeah. I mean, like, does that hurt Bethesda or Rockstar or Microsoft no. or? They just grow some editors in a lab and call it good. Yeah. I mean, I, I it sucks to say out loud, but I think that's one of those things that's like, uh, you know, ch- child made clothing and shoes that like the general consumer is just <laughs> distanced away from enough that they're going to continue to let it happen. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it could also be much like most things these days where someone said something offhanded and then some jerk fucking wrote a whole article, a sensationalist article about it. Like, Marvel in big trouble with a dark effects artist. I mean, no, I don't doubt it. There's no way Marvel's putting less pressure on these people than fucking Bethesda or Rockstar. Right. Yeah, like, I'm sure they're, I'm, I'm, I bet it's an almost parallel situation of just like, here's all this work. I don't fucking care how you do it. Chain yourself to the fuck. <laughs> fucking machine get it done but also <laughs> we're gonna have like the, another upton sinclair with kevin feige i don't think so because the thing is is like these people make enough money that when people that don't understand that they're working 20 hours a day to get this project done like when you see that they're making like you know 60 grand for fucking two months of work you're like holy shit but then when you realize that they're doing like you know two years of work in that fucking 60 days it doesn't equate to the same and they're just burning people out i'm sure it's the same as the video game industry where they that's why there's so many effects studios on every movie i'm sure they're diversifying it so they can burn people out yeah when the special effects credits go by it it takes a good chunk of the screen time for the scroll yeah yeah and each one of those is broken into like the studio they work for there's a shitload of studios doing all the work yeah and i'm sure that's a little bit hedging their bet and a little bit they need the manpower but a little bit's got to be marvel going one of these days one of these companies isn't going to turn anything in (laughs) and god help them fucking kevin feige's gonna laser through them like fucking homelander yeah dude (laughs) and i'll be cheering for him like that fucking stepdad on the sidelines oh well that leads us to a perfect segue so you you finished the 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 season three of the boys yeah man you know what diabolical do you think acting in a tv show like that would be like the highlight of your life totally yeah me too i wonder why people that do shows like that only shoot for like a third of the year because like lucy and desi and all the guys on bonanza those people used to go to work like it was a job because they had the coolest job on the planet they love doing it yeah well i mean like that goes back to like they had it's like we need more cigarettes we gotta put together more episodes of the lucy show that's what i mean like i don't think amazon would make less money by just airing 23 episodes and lord knows they have enough money to keep funding it that's yeah so i mean it's i just don't get why so many things that are great like this are limited certain ones i do but a lot of them it's like man so the duffer brothers just need a year off just to hole up and write because no, they gotta swim in their swimming pool full of fucking coins a la scrooge mcduck yeah i don't know i don't get it it well, bothers me I... about tv in general that the simpsons took 33 years to beat an 11 year record from bonanza yeah i I, I, I wager to reckon that uh, it's probably more due to like as these series get more popular, their actors become more in demand, so it's harder to lock them down for more of a like a, a time constraint. Because like I'm sure shooting the boys takes for fucking ever. Yeah, but you just pay them proportionately more, and I'm sure most of them would be okay with it. But also, the reasoning for it really is is that through nielsen recordings they started to figure out that during certain times of the year people didn't watch tv mm. but leslie nielsen ne- recordings yeah dude leslie nielsen they taped him in the bathroom <laughs> giving away all the secrets to how the tv works but yeah so back in the day when they started paying attention to rating they realized like oh during christmas time and during summer vacation with kids like people aren't watching sitcoms but for the last 15 years m- most of us have consumed media through DVR and personal appointment scheduled TV instead of TV is scheduled TV. And so I don't see how it would hurt their ratings anymore. Right. It used to be Uh, that you just wanted to play for a pocket so people would stay committed and then you'd wait a year and come back to that pocket. 
Yeah. I wonder if it has to do with something like, you know, if you let a show end and have it be on the shelf for X amount of months, you build up that social media hype, so to speak. So people have a chance to be like, well, I think Homelander is going to do this in the next season. And I think Butcher is going to do this and all this other shit so that they can generate uh, interest. Yeah. And I would argue that like boys is one of the ones, even though I'm angry that I didn't get more that falls into the category of like their stories dense enough that they're doing more of a limited series thing. Yeah. It's more like all the shows I watch that bother me. Like, you know, <laughs> John Oliver, or Jesus and Mero or all these people who need all this time off. And it's like, you have most people in this, this region of entertainment's dream job and you just need all the vac. Just, re- just do it a lot and then retire, but don't half ass it. Yeah. I mean, fuck, yeah. I would, I would want to see season four of the boys right now. Or just a longer season. There wouldn't even be season. They could do that too. Just take a break. Like they did stranger things. No, nah, no breaks. Stranger things, suspicious breaks after, was it you or Nathan that put all that data in the chat? It was Nate. Yeah, pretty suspicious. About the fiscal quarter or whatever. Yeah, how they're manipulating their numbers by splitting stranger things over quarters. Yeah, well, you know, they could also manipulate their numbers by not fucking snitching on people sharing passwords. Did that ever result in anyone ever getting snitched on, though? Because they don't, they should have just never said that was their their want because i think they thought they were going to say it out loud enough boomers were going to get scared that they were going to stop but they don't have a good way to regulate that yeah i mean yeah they have enough subscribers like friends of ours a certain k calabari who have you know that's three obvious 300 devices split over a bunch of houses think about like a modern parent with teenagers how many devices be hooked up to an account like they can't regulate it but also they have this real bad fucking habit of canceling popular things yeah that that i think is their biggest downfall they don't know when to hold them and when to fold them mitch they got anti-candy login syndrome (laughs) uh yeah i mean just they, they cancel it i think they're putting a lot of money into movies that people don't really want to see yeah i think they they thought for a minute there they were going to be like a movie studio instead of a tv studio Mm -hmm. and although it's good i like most people still want to go see these big budget action films they're making on a fucking theater screen like the adam project would have ruled in a theater dude is that the one with ryan reynolds yeah, where he goes and Ry- meets himself back in time. Ryren? Ryren and uh the Hulkamania. Uh old bushy bushy eyebrows himself. Ruffalo. Oh, he's in it? Yeah, he plays the dad. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure that Chris Hemsworth uh extraction movie would have done numbers on a uh theater screen too. That movie looks deeply creepy. Like I can't watch it. Well, it's going to be a sequel, a deep creepy sequel. Yeah, the all the trailers they showed me on my Netflix account were like, "Oh, so you don't want me to see this?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes they do good things, like they brought the 2012 TMNT series on there. They brought spectacular spider-man on there they brought the 2012 on there just to build goodwill before they release their shit box rise of the tmnt movie that's coming out <laughs> next month damn well i mean that's netflix's problem but i Amazon's, can't believe nickelodeon's doing this to us i mean they're doing it to you specifically feels like it <laughs> they're like we're gonna fuck with jake becker let's uh <laughs> let's cancel this show and make him happy and then let's release a movie to make him fucking lose all will before we release uh, either of the other two movies we've licensed now that we're uh, everyone's way more excited about yeah the only thing i don't like about that seth rogan one is why does donnie have to wear glasses over his fucking bandana how would he wear them under the bandana dog why would he need to wear him at all? He's a mutant. We don't know that that, that makes your eyesight perfect. Touche. <laughs> yeah, Splinter uses a cane. He's a mutant. That's very true. Statement retracted. Crang <laughs> <laughs> uh, has to use a whole mobility suit. Yeah, but he's a disembodied brain. Okay. But does... does okay, before we get back to the boys, let me ask you this. Does Krang have a body? Like, I know his brain has a face and can talk, but... Does his does he have a body? 
that is a different looking creature? No. Like they're bla- brain. they're brains. They're called utrons. U T R O M. Right. Okay. The utrom are an alien race of brains. They evolved to that point. They used to be people and very humanoid looking. It's a deep, rich history, dude. Mm. And then they warred and dispersed across the galaxy, trying to take over new places where they could reassemble themselves with these suits. The, the mech suits, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. And then I take saw, over. I saw something like uh, Krang's original body looked kind of like a... Uh, um, like a crocodile or something like that. Um, not that I recall, but that doesn't mean you're wrong. Um, I'm looking it up right now. What did Krang look like before he was a Gazunta? What did Krang Thank look you. like before he was stripped of his body? These look like really mutant, um, mutant fucking uh dragons or something like that. This Let is from see. Reddit.com, so you know it's true. Um, what did Krang look like before he was stripped of his body? Uh, link to the episode. Oh, this is gonna probably be some gross ass porn, isn't it? <laughs> you found that turtle porn. <laughs> Heroes in a hard on. Uh, invasion of the Krangazoids. Is it an IDW one? No, it's from the 87 cartoon. Didn't you watch all of it recently? No, not all of it. Okay. Um, yeah. Invasion of the Krangazoids. Season code 7, episode 12. Shows... Uh... Yeah, but I think that's like after they were humanoid. In the books, they were humanoid for a while. Okay. Well, at any rate, um, what the... Do some more research on that. Um, so the boys. I think the last time we talked about it was right after the first three episodes. And then they started doing week to week. Yeah. Because um, I think the last time we talked about it, Soldier Boy had not been introduced yet. Um, yeah, we, had, we didn't want to blow that. Oh, okay, because I wasn't caught up? Yeah, or somebody wasn't caught up. I don't know if it was always you. It was always me. But... Uh, yeah, man, I really like Jensen Ackles as uh, the douchebag fucking soldier boy. He's so fucking funny as soldier. I mean, it <laughs> makes me want to watch Supernatural, which I have no fucking interest in. <laughs> well, it's he's not going to be as uh, raunchy, I guess, because, you know, it's a CW show. Yeah, but it's not even the raunchiness I enjoy. I just like how flippant he is with, like, everything. Yeah, I mean, also, he's great as the Red Hood in... Uh, under the red hood yeah but yeah man uh just a real dark mirror as to what captain america could be in, in a less ideal world you know <laughs> in the fucking yeah. world of the boys that's what captain america would be what captain america would be in our world yeah <laughs> instead of stan jack and fucking chris's <laughs> yeah <laughs> I um I'm really worried about like I knew I kind of had this inkling that the those the temporary soup serum that Butcher and Huey were shooting up was gonna eventually have consequences. Yeah, there was there was some foreshadowing. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I laughed so fucking hard when Butcher just puked in Huey's face. All that, that first green time. shit. <laughs> yeah, and Huey just stands there for a second. And he's like, "What the." And then the scene changes. Oh my god! You, I mean, like just cry laughing. You know that, like just like oh, such a yeah. You're tearing up. Yeah, (laughs) dude, Huey rules. That kid rules. God bless Meg Ryan and fucking Dennis. Dennis for knocking one of those out because that kid rocks. Yeah, man. Usually, I don't really like the child of of famous people being an actor you know but jack quaid seems like he's he's on the straight and narrow he's on the colin hanks path maya hawk rules too that's true yeah that's another new one that got put in our face where it's like holy shit you're all the best parts of both your parents without any of the annoying one <laughs> she's what uh they thought homelander would be yeah, exactly. Better than her, the, her, her eyes evened out. Yeah. They they are the normal human width apart because her dad looks like he's holding a mirror up and doing that thing where you split your face and your eyes are too close. <laughs> and her mom looks like she sees in stereo. Yeah, she's like that fish from SpongeBob. 
Yeah, I've always thought she was creepy since I was a small child. I don't know, man. I liked her in uh, Batman and Robin when she was Poison Ivy. Oh, I like her as an actress in a bunch of things. She's just deeply upsetting looking to me since I was a kid (laughs) when Batman and Robin came out. And I was like, why does that lady's face look fucked? Fair enough. I wouldn't want to be Uma Thurman right now. (laughs) What happened to her? No, I don't know. Just you burned her so bad. She looks like Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) That would even be an improvement. His eyes were still. They didn't make me like. She made me feel like I was watching something from the Uncanny Valley. My whole childhood. (laughs) Did Richard Linklater draw this lady? Yeah, dude. Like, what happened here? Chemical spill. Grew up too close to the nuclear plant. Yeah, dude. She walked into you know those door dividers that we had in elementary. Yeah. You ever walk in one? Because I did. I think Uma Uma Thurman. And took one so hard that restructured her skull, dude. Shit. They had to chop it up and channel it when they fixed her and add four inches in the middle. And I'm saying this as a person who I think like I have an asymmetrical face. Have you ever tried to even up your beard so much that you're just like, oh, a little bit over here, a little bit over here? Fuck, is my face crooked? Is that what's going on? Yeah, everyone's face is crooked. Unless you're uh Fucking Jack Quaid. Yeah, or apparently Uma Thurman, if you can look past how how much you have to look back and forth like it's a tennis match to see if the eyes are symmetrical. (laughs) I think she's pretty symmetrical. Like that, people that are almost perfectly symmetrical appear more beautiful. So a lot of the famous people are very close to symmetry. Like Angelina Jolie with her big, creepy John Voight face. (laughs) She's just very symmetrical. Wyatt, uh, Wyatt Russell. Curtin Goldie's son. Oh, yeah. Is that kid just a mirror image of one side to the other? Probably, dude. Remember him in uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. uh, The the Eastwood kid. Scott? Yeah, Scott's pretty symmetrical. Like a lot of famous people are. It's a a big indicator of people just like trusting you and wanting you to like them is when you're symmetrical. (laughs) Perfect symmetry. Anything else? is a sin i think like actually perfect symmetry will creep you out you just want it as close to that as it can get that's why i like tom cruise's teeth being completely offset fixes his perfectly symmetrical face oh yeah i've seen that he's got uh, yeah. his one tooth in the middle of his head yeah and if you see artist renderings of where they fix his teeth it makes him look fake because he's too good looking at that point like you need you need that mistake for your human brain not to go, no, that's a robot said to kill me. <laughs> Wabi-sabi, you know, that ancient uh, Japanese uh, philosophy of flawed things create perfection. Yeah. There's beauty, it, there's beauty in flawed things. Yeah, but the flaw in those symmetrical people needs to be as minor as possible. Right, or else you're not going to get to make Top Gun 3. Right. What the fuck? Good for him. <laughs> I saw that announcement too. It blew my mind. I haven't seen the second one. I haven't either. I don't don't even think I've seen the first one, like all the way through. It's a fine movie. It's it's one of those things, like so many things from the 80s, that has been troped up so much in so many of the things that we've watched, Mitch, that you've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen the movie. Even without seeing it, you've seen all of the parts of that movie in everything, yeah. uh, in all the other pop culture you've watched. I haven't seen Top Gun, but I've seen Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Two, and I believe that's enough. Yeah, dude. Those are the only shots you need to take. Yeah. So, you watch. Uh, what? Nope. You first. Well, I was going to say, so, like, uh, did you think that they were going to kill Homelander this season? I, I did. mean, if you. If you kill them, they don't, you don't have a show. Well, if they kill them, then the show is now handling, uh, butcher and and the boys and uh well no uh what's this fuck i can't think of it uh uh, uh, captain america thank you soldier boy uh uh, i'm so worried for butcher because he's my favorite character he's got a uh he's got basically a a year to 18 months to live according to the doctor because he he abused the compound v24 yeah i guess like the only fix would be regular v huh oh shit you think he's gonna go full soup become everything he's ever hated i mean it's either that or they kill him i mean realistically how much longer do you think this series is gonna go it's easily one of the best ones on amazon prime it's already diverted enough from the comics in this last season that i don't know 
Like, I think it can go as long as they want. Yeah, but I'm also worried that they're doing spinoff shows and they have that cartoon now. They also, they're going to have that show that's like... The cartoon, I think, was more of a filler because they knew there was going to be a wait. Because of COVID? Yeah. But there's also going to be this, like, superhero high school set in the series of The Boys. Or maybe it's a college but it's going to be a companion series that will eventually cross over with the main series. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to dilute it. I don't know, man. I got faith. Uh, is it just me or do you have to like rewind and, and put the subtitles on or for most of the things that Frenchie says? Uh, no, it's, it's you, but also I live alone with surround sound. Mm. So, so I'm playing that shit like a THX commercial. <laughs> You're like the guy in the RCA commercial, just yeah, sitting dude, right just in front of the commercial or the blown, the the, the state yeah. the, the setup, yeah, blown back in my fucking chair. Yeah, I play the shit loud when I'm here alone watching it. I'm deaf and I am not shy, so I'm listening to it in my noise canceling headphones. So you would think that I could fucking pick up on what you're saying. Yeah, I do pretty decent with like listening to people with accents and shit too, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just an uncultured swine because sometimes when Butcher and and Frenchie say stuff, I'm like, "Fuck did he say? Oh, bottle of water." Hell yeah! How good are you at deciphering rap lyrics? Um, like insane clown posse rap lyrics or actual rap lyrics? Actual rap lyrics, because I think being like a big rap fan when I was a teenager helps me be like oh british people and french people are not hard to understand have you ever heard little wayne on a bunch of promethazine <laughs> wheezy f baby yeah and that's not even a good example because he enunciates but a lot of rap when we were teenagers it was like uh, i guess i gotta really learn how to listen for noises mm, i thought i was good at deciphering rap but i think it's more like sometimes i don't know what the lyrics are until i read them and then as soon as i read them i'm like oh of course that's what they're saying yeah that's so much easier now with the internet very much so very much so no like i sang migos at work like years ago when that was happening and like just was saying it slow behind the counter and looked up and my coworker was standing there flabbergasted like I didn't know those were all words in the song. And I was like, yeah, I can't do it that fast, but it's hilarious. And they were like, whoa. I was like, yeah. Just listen. You were the chosen one. I mean, it's all there. Yeah. Yeah. Fre- Frenchie's pretty up there with like difficult uh, accents on TV. I think it's mostly because sometimes he does say stuff full on in French. And I'm like, what the fuck did he say? And he's like, uh, kiss the mayor or something like that. Oh, I have auto subtitles on. So if he's speaking in full French on Amazon, it does. It just automatically shows me what he's saying in English. Really? Yeah, it's it's on their TV app. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to look back into that probably when Invincible comes back because I somehow timed it out right where my Amazon Prime uh, free trial ended the day after the last episode of the boys so nice. i got caught up and then i watched the last episode and yeah when's invincible back uh not for a long time i don't think because they got still got to animate it yeah and i mean it's it's weird that uh amazon is getting so many similar things going what do you mean i mean it's weird to me that they own the boys and invincible Mm, they're, mm-hmm. they're very much the same thing yeah they're slightly means, different but the premise is the same that being said as much as i love invincible i think i love the boys way better oh yeah invincible's boys light <laughs> fuck man i don't know it's just I, I really like carl urban as a leading character out of all the hey let's take a realistic look at how these people would actually maybe be monsters if we encouraged them in this way in real life kind of thing mm-hmm. i think invincible is the weakest out of all of them i don't think it's bad i just think out of all the versions of that we've gotten in the last five years that that one hits me the least give leaves leaves me the least giving a fuck yeah yeah I mean, the boys, Umbrella Academy, those are both home runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as I hate Homelander, he is so fucking funny, dude. Where he's just like, is your idiot brain getting fucked by stupid? <laughs> <laughs> now, let me hear you say it. <laughs> My idiot brain is getting fucked by stupid. Did that reveal That's- when she pulls her wig off? Oh. 
oh shit dude i kind of figured something like that was coming just because you know you can't rip out chunks of your hair and still have a full fucking yeah full mane but you're not ripping your hair out no it just does it on its own <laughs> but yeah man uh she's uh is that what she looks like in the com- i've never read the boys comics but i think it's for the better because they're different one- enough that i don't think it would like the first season had a lot in common with some of the books but there was a lot not in common like they've had v24 since you know issue fucking one right right and like it's part of the stories and i if i don't remember incorrectly it doesn't have any like after five uses you're fucked shit yeah i hope that was just bad math by the pared down bot uh research teams dude he's gonna take v you think it's because like without with soldier boy out of the picture and Maeve depowered and dead well not dead but dead to like publicly dead dead to vaught yeah yeah um i guess the only ones that could really take out homelander would kamiko or so i mean soldier boys on ice again so it would have to be fucking butcher what's her ass is running for vice president oh shit dude i wanted her to get her come up and so bad i think she's gonna have to flip sides and blow his head up you think that's how this all ends it's it's gotta be her and butcher have to be the fucking key to taking him out that'd be cool I would like for Butcher to stick around because I don't know if you can do a show on the boys without him. Like, I really like Huey and MM and Frenchie and Kamiko. And now Annie is part of the boys. But Butcher is the fucking boys, man. Dude, Butcher's the whole show. Yeah. A matter of fact, I think that's where this season probably hurt the most is there's not quite enough Carl Urban. Yeah. They get Soldier Boy the weed. God, that's so great. (laughs) The The shit's legal now. Yeah, you say he's like I, I I punched a man in half in the '60s for smoking some of this or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> some along those lines. I think he, yeah, he says he killed a man for getting high. Yeah, because um, I, I know I've been reading up on it. And they say that in the in the in the comics, Black Noir is a clone of Homelander, and he starts doing bad shit publicly to frame Homelander because Black Noir's whole protocol is he's a clone of Homelander, so that if Homelander ever goes rogue, Black Noir can fucking take him out. Okay, but I mean, they—I don't think I ever got that far in the books. No, or I just don't I mean, remember. I didn't read any of the books i read it on wikipedia yeah um do you think black noir is dead he got punched through his fucking torso yeah i mean all those animals said goodbye i think he's dead that was pretty funny all those little disney-fied animals yeah that shit was creepy very much so but like i i liked how they told the story through the animation because i don't think i could have stomach seeing the dude get his fucking um like face seared because like when they showed it and he's like, he's like, oh, he's on the battlefield. And he just can't fucking speak because his face is all charred. Yeah, it's pretty raw. Real bad. Even in that also, cartoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That little sheep getting his fucking brains bashed in. God, Jesus Christ. That's why it was even like, I liked it when they when Butcher punched the shield in half. And M.M. was just like, yeah, fuck your shield, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm rules yeah uh he didn't have much to do this season yeah, a lot of oh uh, that's not true yeah he had a lot of twitch and a lot of family development a lot of him him being a lot of the catalyst into the a train stuff and uh soldier boy too yeah the race the race relations story that they picked up and ran with kind of starts with him and his family yeah yeah well um yeah I, I i definitely started tearing up when he was telling his daughter the like the story like yeah when he was at the end where he's just like not all superheroes are good that kind of thing yeah it's like fuck mm yeah what a hard thing to tell your kid yeah dude especially since she idolizes the superheroes oh and then seeing the stepdad out at the fucking rally going ape shit being the one that like starts the chant yeah oh man after homelander blasts that motherfucker yeah dude i've never hated a character that's done less more other than just be on screen that stepdad guy sucks yeah because he's just like he represents a q trump 
person to all of us so it's so easy just like with the few actions he's had on screen to be like man fuck this guy taking yeah. mm's kid to fucking rallies <laughs> yeah that's why when mother's milk punched him in the face it was just so fucking good yeah it's like fuck yeah and yeah, then he yeah. feels so bad oh it's so yeah. sad there's a lot of i mean the voice is all always very brutal but like the a train dragging that dude raw on the street dude that turning was, him into a skin crayon that was crazy yeah i wouldn't even think he would have a fucking heart left to be transplanted into a train yeah no shit huh i didn't really think about that that hard yeah dude a train is so fucked up yeah man but i think he's on a redemption arc because now that his brother is paralyzed i hope so and he realizes that like he fucked up by ratting on everyone to fucking homelander got that kid yeah. killed oh yeah dude i i feel like homelander's everywhere though like because there's he's so fucking creepy when like it's like what you guys talking about oh yeah well and you know he can hear through walls and shit yeah so like how far away did he start listening was he running up at super speed what did he just do yeah or is he coming to kill us all yeah i thought it was super creepy when he told he's like no nah, mave i'm not gonna kill you i'm keeping you alive and if you die i'm gonna harvest your eggs Dude, that's like Hannibal Lecter levels of creepy that they did in that scene on that show. That was fucking off-putting. Yeah, perfectly delivered by Anthony Starr. Man, I mean, I guess it just goes to show, like, play a uh, villain that's so you love to hate, you know? So everyone on this show is just a fucking Kiwi, huh? Uh, Well, yeah, I guess, except for Jack Quaid. Yeah. It's like a, is it a New Zealand production? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I meant to look the other night when I saw an interview with a bunch of them. And it was like, they're all Kiwis. What's going on here? Where's yeah, Reese Darby at? <laughs> Hi, it's me. I'm here to try out for the boys. <laughs> well, I guess Erin Moriarty's not. She's an American actress. Okay. Uh, that's Starlight. Um, the gal who plays Maeve is Irish. Jack Quaid is American. Carl Urban is New Zealand. So oh, I saw a lot of people talking about how his Cockney accent is shitty, and I was just like, whatever. I don't fucking care. Eat my ass. Eat my ass. Is your idiot brain getting fucked by stupid, the internet? <laughs> um <laughs> Anthony Starr is New Zealand. Uh, A Train's American. MM is American. The dude who plays the deep is American. God, what a creep. Oh, yeah. He fucks that octopus. <laughs> dude, when he tries to get his old lady to have a threesome with it. Yeah. He's unintentionally hilarious in a fucking really creepy way. Yeah. Like, it's funny watching it but thinking about it at all is so disconcerting yeah um you think did homelander make him eat the octopus after he fucked it yeah <laughs> he, he didn't eat it before he fucked it that's true but just homelander is standing there being like fucking eat timothy yeah just he's so weird that uh, was brutal yeah and when he's like starts puking it back up he's like yeah yeah uh the, the dude who played what frenchie he's actually israeli whoa um karen fukuhara she's american the dude playing black noir is canadian and it's other than it's that real international team effort here yeah um, i think i saw her and those two doing like a vanity fair interview or something and just with the other two being so aussie and her just sounding vaguely foreign i thought they were all kiwis because i knew yeah. carl was kiwi and him and the other guy kept like relating on shit jensen ackles is uh american soldier boy well yeah that's a recent addition and deletion yeah uh, you think they put him on ice so they could you could they could uh like bring him back i mean or is he, he too dangerous i don't know man there's got to be a reason they saved him though right like story-wise why would they show us that if it didn't have an implication i don't know probably just for us to be like oh we'll never think about him well then they would have buried him <laughs> that's true uh the whole like power that he exudes to render everyone the compound b and everyone else's blood useless yeah that's really something he should have just done that to homelander then butcher could have killed him yeah but uh, <sighs> homelander fucking he played the the sympathy card because uh soldier boy had issues with his dad and so now he's biologically homelander's father and now he's brought his uh he brought ryan in there to tug on his heartstrings and when the kid's just like hi grandpa 
I was just like, oh, fuck. This whole plan's going tits up again. Yeah, because the second when he's like, if only I could have been there, then maybe I could have raised you right. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, shit, yeah. Tell him how he's a fucking piece of shit. And then he does. One of my favorite parts about that scene is as he's like putting his hand on Homelander and being like, you're a weak little pussy. In the background, yeah. you see Butcher like start to smile and just like. Nice. It's, it's, I got to go back a, and rewatch that. Yeah, dude. Right when he's telling, when Soldier Boy is telling Homelander, how much of a fucking like little little bitch that Homelander is in the background you just see Carl Urban just go from like it's it's so fucking funny fuck yeah that rules <laughs> I love oh. Carl Urban in this show man like I I would watch Billy Butcher just do like YouTube reviews of kitchen yeah. products like I'd watch anything with him in this character boy what are you cunts doing like and subscribe about the new oi ninja Ice cream maker. He's gonna <laughs> make me some ice cream. Then we're gonna kill some fucking soups. <laughs> uh, he was the soup's little wet nurse for a whole fucking year. <laughs> me and Mother's Milk here like to eat soup before we go kill soups. <laughs> it's a whole fucking soup pot full of burning marijuana. Today on Billy Butcher's Campbell's reviews, we're doing chunky. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, just, I, I hope know. he keeps having a great career after having this amazing turn oh yeah dude uh he, he was great in as uh dr mccoy in all the new star trek movies but like yeah. i think i i never saw dread i should go back and watch dread with carl urban but like he's oh i didn't so know much. that's him and i definitely have not seen that yeah he's he's judge dread in that he he wasn't like a a little it wasn't a vanity project for him like it was for stallone so he didn't fucking care if he had to keep the helmet on the whole time yeah and then uh i mean he was in lord of the rings as one of the elves right i do remember that but, but now i think I, he should be more of a leading man yeah i think this is his breakout role man. yeah dude this is his uh you know what, what what would it be like it's like bruce willis being in fucking die hard like yeah. he was already something but then that made it to where it was like oh shit we can put this guy in things. Yeah. I wish my fucking hair and beard looked as good as Billy Butcher's. Yeah, dude. I just wish I still had all my hair. <laughs> Damn you, Carl Urban, you beautiful bastard. Yeah, but I mean, dude, his hair's full of extensions and probably pills. I don't know, man. I'm looking at this picture of him right now. Yeah, if you've been an actor for the last 30 years, I bet you'd be on Propecia. That's look true. at pictures of Daniel Tosh from season one, and then look at pictures from, like, now. That's true. Yeah. Carl Urban's 50 years old, man. Yeah, dude, That's Billy Butcher's been kicking dicks in since way back when. Yeah, since you were knee-high to your mother's cunt. Nice. <laughs> I wish I could fucking talk like that, too. Yeah, be all Cockney, Cockney Mitch. Yeah, dude, I think I'm going to disappear from the stand-up scene for a while and then just come back and be like, Oi, what's up, you fucking cunts? Yeah, do it like, uh... <laughs> god damn it i can't think of his name i'm too high and tired that texas comic who came back with the cowboy look after he played in london the duster in the hat he died 90s bill uh bill hicks hicks thanks yeah i want to see you in the duster in the hat cockney oh i won't have a hat because i'm gonna get that propecia and just have that billy butcher hair it's true what if you just wore a string around the hat and had it on your back perfect and if anybody doesn't laugh i'll be like oi your idiot brain getting fucked by stupid <laughs> uh that's fucking so good yeah so i mean obviously I, i'm so happy that i found this show uh because my life was incomplete without it yeah it rules pretty hard i'm i'm glad it exists i'm really excited for paper girls paper girls what's that it's a comic book that they're doing a show on amazon for i assumed you had seen ads for it hmm. no it might, i mean maybe i'll it might be on hulu I'll watch i think the it's trailer prime. for it but this. it's about a group of girls in the 80s who are paper girls and one mm. of them was like the first girl paper boy in their town and then they go through like a time vortex and end up in the future at one of their houses with future them and they have to fight these like time cops and i don't know what all is going to be on the show i'm just talking about books cool yeah yeah man if amazon keeps cranking out shit like the boys and invincible i'll 
get a subscription. Yeah, well, I'll let you know when uh, Paper Girls drops if it's worth watching. Have you watched Wayne? No, what's this? Dude, Wayne's a YouTube series that Amazon bought after everything went to shit at YouTube, and it fucking rules so hard. When it was on, uh, I think you, it was, I think it's Jake, I think it's one of these shows that you told us about years ago, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next topic. And then, yeah, it like, was. Everyone was like, yeah, we don't have Prime. And now I'm yeah. telling everyone again, like Wayne rules so hard. I'm about to rewatch that show. It's on my watch list again because oh it's yeah, been it long is enough on, that I don't prime. Ahead, sorry, it's I just don't prime remember every it, detail. It's still on YouTube too. Oh nice. If you have a subscription. Yeah, it fucking rules. That show rules so hard. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's from all the folks on Deadpool. Ooh, really? Yeah, it's like everyone involved with Deadpool. I wonder if you have to have YouTube's TV to watch it, or you can watch it with ads. Yeah, if you can watch it with ads, dude, do that. These two kids are so fucking funny and so fucking violent. Speaking of funny, uh, when Crimson Countess was doing her webcam show, and the guy whose screen name was Sir Comes a Lot ended up being Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. She's like, just you wait, Sir Comes a Lot 779. Um, it looks like you have to have an actual YouTube account. So fuck, I might have to get, I might have to get Prime again. Well, just wait till Paper Girls comes out, and I'll remind you about Wayne again. Yeah, because you're gonna uh, watch watching. Wayne, and then be like, "How has no one talked about Wayne?" I'm gonna be like, "Have you guys heard about this show called Wayne?" And you're gonna fucking, <laughs> you're gonna ask me if my idiot brain's been fucked by stupid. <laughs> uh whoa this dude's in the at the bar in the bowling alley and some viking dude just sat down and put a sword on the bar next to him wayne yeah oh shit okay fuck this is, i'll add it onto the list of things i have to i'm like captain america and the winter soldier i keep a little list of things i have to catch up on to be culturally relevant yeah so damn all right i uh, have to add another thing on there I, I feel like we're coming to that time you know yeah i think we're there we're there Anything you want to plug? Nope. Chubby Behemoth. Check out Chubby Behemoth. Yeah. You should plug Broadcast Geeks on there, too, so we can get some I hate have. listen. No. Every time they ask you if you want to plug something, you go, nah. No, I haven't plugged it like that, but we've talked about Broadcast Geeks like five or six different times. Mostly in a derisive faction. Yeah, well, yeah, Sam hates <laughs> that I do anything without him, but it usually results in us getting listeners, and then those are the listeners reporting back that I have nerd friends. Yes. Well, yeah, so we'll do that. I'm going to probably stay up and watch this Miss Marvel finale at 1am. I really shouldn't, but I'm most likely going to. All right. Well, I'll text you. Well, how about this? If you stay up, you text me. Cause if you're going to go to bed early tonight, I will not bother you. Yeah. If I pass out, I'm going to pass out, but we'll see. Okay. Well, uh, that has been the episode. If you uh, want to write us a thing, you want to tell us about your theories for the boys season four, just write us something. Well, you can email us at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can follow us on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Broadcast Geeks. On Instagram, Broadcast underscore Geeks. Uh, we do have a subreddit. Maybe we'll get that Deadpool for Stranger Things Season 5 up by two years from now, whenever that season drops. And you can also subscribe to the podcast, like and rate us five stars if you'd like on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Until then, we'll talk to you next time. We'll leave you with our super not-so-secret sign-off line. Excelsior! Excelsior.